At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. For Tim Murray and Sean King, I'm Scott Seidenberg. It is the nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Week 13 has come to a close in the NFL with the Patriots beating the Bills on Monday night football. And college football bowl season is here. It will kick off about 11 days or so uh, with the first bowl game leading up until obviously the college football playoff on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day bowl games and so on and so forth. No one better to talk college football with than Brad Powers as he joins us here on the Nightcap. And Brad, first off, I want to ask you about the philosophy behind betting bowl games because we know how difficult it can be to determine how the coaches treat these games. Do they treat it as another win for this season or as an extension of the offseason, trying to get an early start for next year? Plus, there are players opting out, coaching changes, What's the overall philosophy behind betting these bowl games, non-college football playoff games, of course? Well, that's a great question. It's the question, and I wish I had a 100% answer because if I did, I'm not sure I'd be talking <laughs> a tremendous amount of money every year. But I, I can say this. It, it can, e- can either be one of two things. It can be one of the easiest bets you make all year, or it can be some of the toughest. So uh, it, it's... You know, I, I, you're looking for context clues, uh, you know, as far as, you know, number one, if the coach has been there a while, at least you have some past history to go yep. off as far as how the, they handle the postseason. So that's number one, what you're looking for. Number two is, believe it or not, a lot of times I go back to the preseason. Hey, what was this team's expectations coming in, in, into the season? Are they, are, can I project forward that they're going to be excited to be in this bowl? Or do they have a disappointing season? I'm going to question whether or not they want to be here. And then what's new the last three, four years, I mean, I'm looking at NFL draft projections. I mean, you know, who's, who's going to be a first rounder, second rounder? Who are the candidates for sitting out this bowl game? So that, that's something that's kind of new to the forefront here as of late. So I take a look at all that, and, and you know, that all goes into my thought process when I'm betting these games. So do you like placing wagers early then on these bowl games to take advantage of some of these lines, or do you prefer to wait on some of those news? 
Nope, I fired away. I think I bet almost every bowl game already. So, I, number one, I bet numbers first and foremost. Uh, and, and then number two, you know, the, just from doing this a while, because uh, I've been doing it over a decade now, you kind of get a feel. Uh, you know, I, I didn't need, you know, the news to break today that Carson Strong is not going to play yeah. uh, in the bowl game for Nevada. And, you know, he was a guy that might be a first-round draft pick, and, and he's been dinged up a little bit this season. I kind of figured there was a possibility that he might not play. Now, I did, I did not expect Jay Norvell to take a job at Colorado State, but, uh, you know, you, you anticipate some things. And then, you know, again, bet numbers, because, again, it's just your number versus the bookmaker. And, and there's a lot of people that are leery that don't want to bet. So it, you, you got a nice time frame. It, it isn't like betting Circa on a, on a Sunday morning where if you don't get the best of the number in the first five minutes, well, it's long gone. You, you, you got a window of opportunity here with the Bulls. So talk to me about one of the first bets that you put in uh, maybe on one of these earlier games on either the 17th or the 18th. Yeah, so I like UTEP, and, and this one fits the bill. So, uh, you know, number one, by reading, and I get it, Fresno State didn't play last week, so they were kind of shuffled off the, the headlines. But Fresno State lost their head coach, Kalen DeBoer. He's going to be the Washington head coach. So they got an interim coach. On top of it, what's more pertinent to the point spread is Jake Hayner, their outstanding mm-hmm. quarterback, is in the transfer portal. Well, what's he worth to the line? I'm here to tell you he's worth more than three points to the point spread. On top of it, yeah, I got a UTEP team that's hardly ever in a bowl. They should be very excited to be in a bowl game. Fresno State now with a backup quarterback and interim coach. The interim coach now is leaving to go to Washington as well. And, uh, I, numbers added up. Motivation adds up. And even though I bet a really good number and it's moved three, four points since I bet that, anything above 10, I think UTEP is a really good bet there on, on that opening Saturday. What about, uh, you know, speaking of quarterbacks that could possibly opt out, I haven't seen any news on Malik Willis yet, but I'd be surprised if he plays in this game against Eastern Michigan. Liberty's laying eight and a half in the, uh, I guess, the lending tree bowl in Mobile. Any read on that game? Yeah, so... Number one, I bet a number, Liberty six and a half. Uh, on the very early openers on Sunday, I was like, I'll just bet that number. Yep. It'll probably climb above a touchdown. But with that being said, I made a bet today on Eastern Michigan because my sense is Willis isn't going to play. That's not reflected in, in this number with Liberty laying more than a touchdown. I'm here to tell you, if Willis is ruled out, that number is going to move three, four points. Yep. I also think it's important for Eastern Michigan, if you follow them along, They've been very close in bowl games. They just can't get over the hump. They cover these bowl games. They don't win outright. I think you'll get a highly motivated Eastern Michigan team. That's a really good bet, I think, to make on Saturday. Uh, Billy Napier coaches um, in the title game for ULL, and they win that game, send them off in style. But now they're laying six in uh, the uh, New Orleans Bowl against Marshall. Where'd you go with this one? So this one, I wanted to take Marshall, but here's where it's kind of a gray area. It's not black and white. Louisiana Lafayette already named their head coach, and he's already on staff. So now, to me, that focuses them in for this game. On top of it, another you know thing that that you take and evaluate bowl games is you know you can sometimes have significant crowd advantages in these bowl games, and I expect Louisiana have a significant crowd edge here with the game being played in the Superdome. So I would lean with Louisiana here. Uh, great point. Now, do you take that, what you just said about the interim thing, like looking at Notre Dame and, you know, Marcus Freeman taking over, and I look at him, and tell me if you agree, just watching those videos from him addressing the team, reading the reports about how the players really urged, you know, to uh, uh, Swarbrick to make this decision, to to make him the head coach, uh, I think they're going to fight for him. And I think he treats this game not as the start of next season, but as a signature moment to cap off this season. How do you feel about the Irish? Couldn't agree more. I bet Notre Dame, it's one of my favorite plays. I think the line is going to close at Notre Dame three. So if you want to get ahead of a line, that's going to go to a key number. I, I think you got to bet Notre Dame here, because if you're reading the tea leaves, you're watching the players, you're watching the coaching staff, you know, this isn't a long-term prediction as far as whether he's going to have great success. I just expect Notre Dame to play like their hair is on fire. Compared to Oklahoma State, who has to be thinking, I mean, we were an inch short of maybe making the playoffs. I mean, it was legitimate. I mean, think about this. I think the committee would have had a really tough decision on whether or not to leapfrog Oklahoma State over Cincinnati. But they come up an inch short, and I'm not sure that they're, you know, I know they're playing Notre Dame, but 
I'm not sure that they're overly excited to be here. Notre Dame's a great play, in my opinion. Yeah, that's that's where I'm leaning as well. Uh, what was your early indication about the college football playoff? Was the line too big for Alabama-Cincinnati? Uh, and do you think uh, in the other games, do you think the public's going to hop on Michigan here with the points? So I, I thought the numbers were, as far as the power rating goes, I thought they were really close, as you would expect with the playoff semifinal. I mean, if you got your power rating off three, four points, I'm not sure that you know what you're doing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as far as teams at the top. Now, with that being said, sometimes I make bets to anticipate market moves. So I lay 13 with Alabama. Do I think Alabama's, you know, a great bet? No, but I expect the public to bet Alabama, and yep. I expect that line to close 14. So that's why I made that bet. And the other one, uh, I laid seven with Georgia. Now, the early money's agreed with me, but I, I can come around to your thought process that they might want to take Michigan. That one, to me, was more of a feel where I just think situationally, Michigan's coming in sky high off their two better performances that they've had not only this year, but in recent memory. And Georgia just got their teeth kicked down their throat. So I know they're going to be motivated, but I just think Georgia, to me, will see more of the, the team that we saw in the first 12 games of the season. I agree with you. I, I, I pinned this one as like a pros versus Joes matchup because I think the public's going to come in by the time we get to this game on New Year's Eve and they're going to bet Michigan. Michigan is always a publicly bet team. We know they get more national recognition than Georgia does, and people are going to have recency bias. They're going to see Michigan with the dominant win in the title game. They're going to see the Georgia loss to Alabama, and I think this number is going to go down. So if you want to bet Georgia, you might get a better number by the time we get to kickoff. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, it's not going to 10. No. Uh, eight and nine are really – look, I'm a numbers guy. Every half point matters. But, look, you know, eight and nine are relatively dead numbers. So – I, I do expect the public to come in. I laid seven, and if it you know comes back down to it, I'll put more money out yeah. on Georgia. That's how confident I am. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you there. Uh, what about any of the New Year's Day games? Besides, we already talked about Notre Dame and Oklahoma State. Any other of the New Year's Six games you like? You know what I like? Our, uh, New Year's Six? Uh, you know, the, the one that I kind of liked was Utah, but, I mean, all the money's come in on them early. I, I mean, I expect them to, to, to you know, obviously be extremely motivated. Ohio State, you, you could anticipate a couple players, you know, maybe opting out. I know it's the Rose Bowl. It's crazy for a guy that grew up in Big Ten country that you got to question a team's motivation in the Rose Bowl. But I did bet Utah, and I'd still lean with them. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. Brad, uh, one final thing here. Um, you know, do you think Matt Corral plays in the Sugar Bowl against Baylor? Great question. The market's kind of telling you that he might not because the money came in on Baylor, and I'm not sure why. Uh, you know, that one that one intrigued me today when I saw Baylor money show because I, I think Ole Miss should be the slight favorite. I agreed with the opener, didn't bet it because I had it right around two, two and a half, Ole Miss. Uh, I, I thought he was going to play from every comment that I read, so – I'll see how high the line goes. I'm going to probably talk myself into betting Ole Miss. <laughs> I think I've already talked myself into betting Ole Miss. Brad, I appreciate the conversation. Uh, look forward to catching up again soon before the games. Hey, thanks for having me on. Take yeah, care. There he is. Brad Powers, one of the very best breaking down college football. BradPowerSports.com. He's got all the power ratings there and uh, great information on these teams. And, yeah, it's, look, you can take advantage in some of these spots if you know or expect the players not to play but it's the biggest factor when it comes to betting these bowl games is knowing, one, who's in, who's out, and two, how the coaches handle these games. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow along on Twitter at Scott's On Air. I'm in for Tim Murray and Sean King right here on the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Sadenberg, in for Tim Murray and Sean King. It is the nightcap here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always tweet at me at Scott's on there. I have a tweet coming in about the NFL MVP. Uh, Bond says that uh, to him, it's in three parts individual stats, team that wins division, and likability. And that's why he does not like Aaron Rodgers to win the award. And I totally agree. This is a voted on award, and I do believe that. We are going to see, you know, Aaron Rodgers' likability definitely took a hit this year. And so when you're considering an MVP candidate, yeah, I would not consider Aaron Rodgers uh, because of his public persona right now. Um, And it's a shame. If Kyler Murray plays those three games, he's your overwhelming favorite to win this award but it's Brady's right now to lose. We can pinpoint some long shots, but unless Brady falls on his face, he's going to win this award. If he just continues to do what he's capable of doing week in and week out, yeah, he's going to win this award. Uh, Taking a look at some of the other interesting futures here in the NFL, and I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't do this yet. And you could do it right now. Who's riding with me on this? Up on DraftKings currently, you can bet the Buffalo Bills to miss the postseason at plus 650. Now, prior to this game against the Patriots, those odds were probably higher. Maybe plus a th- maybe plus a thousand. But plus six fifty. I think it's still a fun bet. Hear me out. With this loss to the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football, the Buffalo Bills fall to 7-5. and five. And if the season ended today, they would be your seventh seed in the AFC playoffs. Next week, the Buffalo Bills play against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucs are favored in that game. By a field goal. I know you never want to assume because we know what happens when you assume, but let's just use the point spread. Let's say that the favorite wins the game because that's essentially what you have to do when you're trying to project moving forward. You take the favorites to win the game. Do upsets happen? Of course, upsets happen. Look, the NFL this entire season has been upsets. 
projecting forward, let's go with the point spreads. The Buffalo Bills are underdogs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They lose. That drops them to 7-6. and six. They will be favored over the Panthers. That's a win. We improve them to 8-6. and six. They will be underdogs in Foxborough against the Patriots. That's 8-7. and seven. They'll be favored over the Falcons at home. Give them a win, 9-7. and seven. Favored over the Jets at home, 10-7. and seven. If they wind up in a tie at 10 and 7 with, let's say, the Los Angeles Chargers, right now the Chargers have the tiebreaker. The Chargers hold the tiebreaker right now over both the Bengals and the Bills based on head to head win percentage. They win the tiebreaker over Buffalo based on best win percentage in conference games. Right now, the Bills in the conference are 5-5. Five and five. The Chargers in the conference are 5-3. and three. So if the Chargers were to fall to 10-7, and seven, it, would just ha- it would just matter who those losses are to. If, as long as, well, if they beat the Giants, then those losses would be in conference. But then again... Are the Chargers losing two games? Giants, Chiefs, Texans, Broncos, Raiders. They'll be favored against the Giants. The Chiefs game is going to be interesting because it's in L.A. Chargers might be slight dogs. At the Texans, they're favored. Home against the Broncos, they're favored. At the Raiders, they're favored. We give the Chargers one loss. They finish 11-6. The Bengals are 7-5. and five. They have a better conference record than the Buffalo Bills. They currently get the tiebreaker over them. The Bengals, favored against the 49ers. At the Broncos, maybe they're a slight favorite. Home against the Ravens, we'll see. Home against the Chiefs, probably a little bit of a dog. At the Browns, a little bit of a dog. Bengals, likely going to be a 10-7 and seven team. The Pittsburgh Steelers are the interesting one here. And their schedule's pretty difficult, but at the Vikings, they're a dog. Home against the Titans, it's going to be a close line. They could be favored. At the Chiefs, they'll be a dog. Home versus the Browns, they could be a favorite. At the Ravens, they'll be a dog. The Steelers, if they lose two more games... They can't be 10 and 7. At best, they'll be 9, 7, and 1. But if they win one of these games that they're an underdog in, all of a sudden, like if the if the Steelers win on Thursday night against the Vikings, they got the inside track here at making the playoffs. They could finish 10, 6, and 1 on the season. And that tie is going to be the reason they get into the playoffs. The Colts are 7-6. and six. The Colts are against the Patriots, at the Cardinals, versus the Raiders, and at the Jaguars. They need to win one of those games between the Patriots and the Cardinals. And if they do, the Colts will finish at 10-7. and seven. And the Colts have the tiebreaker over the Buffalo Bills. And that might be the only team that that it needs to happen. And if it does, the Buffalo Bills are going to miss the playoffs. Like, if everything holds true, the Chargers are going to be in. The Bengals could be in. And the Bengals... Not only could they be in, but they could still win the division. And if the Bengals wind up winning the division, the Ravens would be a wild card team. 
And I don't think the Ravens are going to lose three, four more games. Maybe they lose two more games. Maybe if they lose the most, three more games. Ravens' record right now in the conference is not that good, five and four. So there's a chance the Ravens could fall out, to be honest with you. And if the Ravens fall out here, at the Browns versus the Packers, at the Bengals versus the Rams versus the Steelers. Let's say they lose to the Rams and they lose to the Packers and they lose to the Bengals. That's a 10 and 7 team. 10 and 7. And I would say the Bills, well, they would, it would actually go to a, a second tiebreaker because they'd both be, they'd both have five conference losses. Well, no. Actually, the Bills, if they lose to the Patriots, will have six conference losses. And the Ravens, if they lose to the Bengals, and that's their only other loss in the AFC, and they lose to the Rams and the Packers, who are both NFC teams, the Ravens would have the tiebreaker over the Buffalo Bills. So if the Ravens are 10-7, and and their only losses are to the Bengals, and to the two NFC teams, they have the tiebreaker over the Bills. If the Colts finish 10-7, and they have the tiebreaker over the Bills. I'm starting to believe that plus 650 on the Buffalo Bills to miss the playoffs is a bet. Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me on this? Buffalo Bills to miss the playoffs at plus 650. At the start of the season, you didn't think it was possible. And even up to this week, still one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. They could actually miss the playoffs. I'm Scott Seidenberg, in for Tim Murray and Sean King. This is the Nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Almost here with everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on all 44 bowl games, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge whether you are betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high-value props. The guide drops December 13th. Make sure to get your copy today for only $19.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you in for Tim Murray and Sean King on the nightcap here on VCND Sports Betting Network. We talked to Brad, St- uh, Brad Powers excuse me, earlier about the bowl games and the difficulty in betting on these games not knowing which players are going to be opting out or which players are going to play in these games. One of the more interesting games that jumps out to me is the Sugar Bowl. Ole Miss is an underdog against Baylor. And that would indicate, and this is compared to where the game opened up. It opened up as Ole Miss is a favorite. Now it's at Baylor minus one and a half. The money coming in on Baylor and moving the line would lead you to believe that Matt Corral is not going to play in this game. Here's an article from Mississippi Today a couple of days ago. and. It says that Matt Corral is going to play in this game. The quotes from Matt Corral to Mississippi today. Quote, it's a legitimate question. I can understand why some people do it. But that's just not me. That's not who I am. I'm going to play. We've been through too much and come too far as a team for me not to play. I owe it to my teammates and my coaches and really myself. There's no way I wouldn't play. Matt Corral could be the number one, number one quarterback taken in the NFL draft, and it would make sense why he would not play in this game. 
However, if he does, Ole Miss wins this football game. You know, Ole Miss, it's a shame, you know, you look through their season and the fact that they lost to Alabama in the manner that they did, it really was a shame because Lane Kiffin never gave them an opportunity to compete. And Ole Miss could have competed in that game. And they should have competed in that game. And this is a team that was worthy of going to the college football playoff in terms of just on-the-field performance. The resume, you know, losing to Auburn, losing to Alabama, obviously eliminates you from contention. You didn't even play for your conference championship. But man, this is a good football team. And Matt Corral's a very good quarterback. And that game against Alabama, Lane Kiffin got in his own head. He got in his head. The whole get your popcorn out, all that stuff. The first drive of the game, they march right down to the goal line. And they go for it on fourth down. And they don't get it. And yes, I understand the idea of you don't win against Alabama by kicking field goals, but you also don't win any football game when you don't score more than your opponent. And if Ole Miss takes a 3-0 lead there, I don't know how the game turns out. But what happened? They go for it on fourth. They don't get it. Alabama marches down the field, scores a touchdown. And then Ole Miss, they go, Lane Kiffin decides to go for it on fourth down in his own territory instead of punting. And so you give the ball back to Alabama with a short field. They score again. It's 14-0 before the game even started. And Ole Miss had no chance to compete in that game. But other than that, (laughs) this team was really, really good. And I think going up against Baylor, who Baylor was a team that I bet on in the Big 12 championship game. And I believed in them in that game against Oklahoma State. But this, this Ole Miss offense is different. And yes, Dave Aranda is going to have a little bit of an insight because of his time spent at LSU. But I think Ole Miss catching any type of points in this game is a great play if Matt Corral does in fact play. And reading those quotes... It seems like he's going to. And, you know, you're going to pay attention now. You have to pay attention to all of the the press conferences over the next couple of weeks. Any type of interview that goes on with any player, that's what you have to pay attention to. Matt Corral, by the way, who for a large part of this season was among the Heisman favorites, was not announced as a Heisman finalist. Your four Heisman finalists, Bryce Young of Alabama, Aiden Hutchinson of Michigan, Kenny Pickett of Pittsburgh, and C.J. Stroud of Oklahoma State, of uh, Ohio State. Bryce Young's going to win this award. He locked it up with that performance against Georgia. You throw for 421 yards and three touchdowns, beating Georgia in the SEC championship game, you are the Heisman winner. That's it. I thought Kenny Pickett had a chance at this award. I'm very happy to see him as a finalist. Uh, His numbers were incredible this season. And I felt that, yes, he had a very good chance of stealing this award if he did what he did in the ACC championship game and Bryce Young got stifled by the Georgia defense. Turns out that did not happen as Bryce Young had a monster game. So it's his award. Congratulations, Bryce Young will win the Heisman Trophy. And it's amazing when you think about all the Heisman trophies that Alabama, all the Heisman winners that Alabama's had. I, if I'm not mistaken, this will be the sixth Heisman winner for Alabama. Uh, they've all come under Nick Saban. All of them. They had, didn't have any before. So it's just incredible what Nick Saban has been able to do. 
uh, with this team and just with this program and uh, with these players. So a tremendous job as Bryce Young will win the Heisman Trophy. I thought, like I said, thought Kenny Pickett would have a chance. Um, it'll be, excuse me, the fourth Alabama winner. And all of them have come in the last 15 years under Nick Saban. They did not have a Heisman winner in the first 103 years of the program. So Bryce Young will become uh, the fourth Heisman winner. Congratulations to him. When uh, other college games, obviously, the bowl games, pay attention to these press conferences. Who's going to, you know, going back to the Heisman real quick, the fact that Matt Corral is not a finalist maybe gives him a little chip on his shoulder to play with in this game against Baylor. So if he does play, he's going to want to impress the scouts. He's going to want to impress people that didn't vote him for the Heisman Trophy. So maybe a little little chip on his shoulder in that game. Uh, The Army-Navy game will be Saturday the 11th, and it is just one of the greatest traditions in all sports. So on Saturday at MetLife Stadium, it's going to be just an incredible spectacle to watch. I always love seeing the special uniforms that they wear every single season. This year, it's 20 years since the attack on September 11th. I know Army is wearing special uniforms to commemorate one of the uh, response units uh, that went into Afghanistan as a result of the attacks. Um, Navy, I haven't seen their jerseys yet. Army is a favorite in this game of seven and a half, but you can throw out the favorites in this game. doesn't matter. doesn't matter what the records are, who's had the better season. It's the Army-Navy game. The total is at 34, and you can't make it low enough. The Army-Navy game has gone under 15 straight years. Think about that. 15 straight years the Army-Navy game has gone under. In fact, if you throw in all three service academies when they play against each other, Army, Navy, and Air Force, the unders in those games since 2004, 49 and 3. 40 unders, 9 overs, 3 pushes. Again, 49 and three when service academies play each other. And yes, that would include the 15 straight unders in the Army-Navy game with the total dropping as low as it is now at 34. Do you have the guts to pull the trigger on that under? I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if it's so low. It's so low. Uh, I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air. I'm in for Tim Murray and Sean King right here on the nightcap here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 mid-season football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vsin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you, and it's the nightcap. I'm in for Tim Murray and Sean King here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Taking a look at the NBA scoreboard for Monday, OKC defeated Detroit 114-103. They covered and went one outright as a three-point dog. You had the Pacers, who were uh, a 116-110 win over the Wizards, and they pushed the number of six. The Sixers won in overtime, 127-124 over Charlotte. And Charlotte covers the seven and a half point line. Memphis wins outright as a six point dog in Miami, 105 at 90. The Bulls win and cover the two and a half point spread, beating the Nuggets, 109 97. The Bucks beat the Cavs, 112 104. Cleveland covers yet again. Eight and a half was that line. Atlanta, uh, 121 110 win. They were two point underdogs at Minnesota. Phoenix wins 108-104 over the Spurs, but the Spurs cover the 7.5-point line. The Warriors covered the 16-point line, dominating the Magic 126-95. And the Clippers win and cover the 5-point line at Portland 102-90. A couple of interesting nuggets here. Um, You know, you're looking at the Cavs, and they, they just keep covering and keep covering they are an nba best 18 5 and 2 against the spread and i don't think wait is that even including this game because it might be 19 5 and 2 now look at the look at the way that they have played this season and as an underdog the numbers are just incredible 16 5 and 1 on the season as a dog. The Cavs are a great play against the spread. If you've just backed them blindly, they have done the job for you. Golden State, second best, 16 6 and 1 against the spread. The worst team in the in the in the NBA against the number. The Los Angeles Lakers, 8 and 16 against the spread. 8 and 16 against the spread. The best team in the NBA on the over is the Lakers, though, 15-9. and nine. Then Charlotte, 16-10. and 10. And I thought the game, the Hornets game against the Sixers, was a gift of an over. The Hornets go over every game. They have the highest points against in the NBA average, the highest points scored in the NBA on average, yet the total in this game was 214. Let me break down the scores for you in the past, I don't know, six or seven games for the Hornets. 127, 124, 131, 27, 127, 143-119, 146-143, 143-115. The game, it went into overtime. It didn't even need overtime. The over hit in regulation. And then it went into overtime. 
These two teams will play again in a couple of days. What's the total in that game going to be? It was at 214 in this game. Does it go up to 217 for that game in a couple of days? And what's going to be different? I always lean towards the team that lost, by the way, when there's going to be two the games so close together. Uh, and that's the weird scheduling what the NBA has done this year to try to limit the travel and things like that. So you have teams playing the same team in the same location, two games in a row, almost like, an, uh, almost like a Major League Baseball series. Um, so when these two teams face off again on Wednesday, I kind of lean towards the Hornets maybe. And uh, I would look at the over once again. Joel Embiid had 43 points and 15 boards in this game, by the way. 43 and 15. Let's take a look at what on what's on store for Tuesday. Just a short three-game slate. It's the Nets at the Mavericks, the Knicks at the Spurs, and the Celtics at the Lakers. Uh, Lakers, as I mentioned, worst team in the NBA against the number this season. 8 and 16 against the spread. And they're the best over team in the NBA so far this season. So could the Celtics and the over be worth a look on Tuesday night? As for the Spurs against the Knicks, kind of curious about that game because the Spurs uh, just played in Phoenix against the Suns. They're coming home for the first time after a three-game road trip, and that's usually a fade situation. Usually a fade situation. First game home after being away for a week or so, usually a fade spot. You see your family, you get checked in, all that stuff. Um, They're at home against the Knicks playing the second night of a back-to-back. This season, with no rest, the San Antonio Spurs have only done it one time, and they're 1-0 against the number. So no real read there. Um, at home this season, San Antonio is actually the best team in the NBA against the number. 8-1-1 one one at home this season. On the road this season, the Knicks are 3-7 and seven against the number. So... Maybe San Antonio, worth a look uh, on Tuesday night. San Antonio is, uh, the Knicks are currently two and a half point favorites on the road in San Antonio. Uh, No lines yet for the other two games. We'll see if we can update that real quick. Yeah, nothing yet on the other two games in the NBA. But keep an eye on that Celtics-Lakers because Lakers are the worst team, as I mentioned, in the NBA against the spread. That's the second game of the TNT doubleheader. So the Lakers usually show up for these nationally televised games, things like that. What's also interesting and worth mentioning, just taking a look at the future market here in the NBA. The Nets are the favorite to win the title. The Warriors are your second favorite, followed by the Bucks. To win the Eastern Conference, it's Nets plus 130, Bucks plus 300. When Milwaukee is healthy, they're really, really unstoppable. This season... When Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday all play, the Bucs are undefeated. They're 11-0. So when their guys play, they're 11-0. 16-9 on the year. So we're talking about 5-9 and nine when any combination of those players are missing. When all three play together, they are 11-0. Then again, very hard to bet against the Golden State Warriors, who look like the best team in the NBA, and... Get Clay Thompson back, and we'll be even more dominant. Could be something to keep an eye on here. Uh, Once again, I'm going to go back to the NFL here. As Monday Night Football wrapped up Week 13 with the Patriots beating the Bills. The Pats are now the favorite in the AFC East. Patriots are now going to be one of the favorites to win the AFC because they are likely headed towards the... uh, the number one seed. In fact, they are the favorite right now, plus 300. The Patriots are your betting favorite to win the AFC with the Kansas City Chiefs at plus 300, then the Bills at plus 500. But I'll tell you right now, 
the Buffalo Bills to miss the playoffs at plus 650 is worth a look. I know that they you, they were one of the favorites, and everybody's talking about the, you know, the Buffalo Bills winning the Super Bowl, all this stuff, going back to the AFC Championship game. But look at the standings. After this loss to the Patriots, the Buffalo Bills are, by virtue of tiebreakers, the seventh seed in the AFC playoff picture. Next week, if they lose, which they should, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they will fall out of the playoff picture. And if they lose to the Patriots in Foxborough in a couple of weeks, this is a team that at best can finish 10-7. and And 10-7 and might not get them into the playoffs. Plus 650, Buffalo Bills to miss the playoffs is worth a sprinkle. You can follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Greg Peterson is up next with The Look Ahead. I'm Scott Seidenberg. In for Tim Murray and Sean King on the Nightcap here on v the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.